0: you are Locked On Packers, your daily podcast on the Green Bay Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are Locked On Packers. Hello, this is Bill Huber, the publisher of PackerReport.com, part of the Scout.com and CBS Sports.com networks. Thank you as always for listening. I truly appreciate that. And if you have not done so, you should subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and the Android app and check out the rest of the great Locked On podcast network while you're at it, and that would include Locked on NFL Draft, a really, really good podcast, a lot of great information there, Locked on Fantasy, and Locked on NFL, and of course, check out my humble website, PackerReport.com. I am more than halfway through my annual Scouting Combine series. I posted the rest of the O-line yesterday, um, and I'm about two-thirds of the way through the defensive tackles, as I talked to you this morning, and as soon as I get done posting this podcast... It's right back to work on that. But that's the best series that I do all year, mostly because I don't write it. Well, actually, I do do some of the writing, but it's mostly a bunch of links to stories about players. There's stats, there's accolades. Mostly it's... I'm looking for off-the-field stuff. It's February. We'll get into the scouting. We've got plenty of time to get into the, into the scouting stuff. I want to get to know the people, and everybody's got a story, and I find as many of those stories as I can, and it's a lot of really, really good stuff. You know, I'll have a a 200-word note, 200-word note on a player, and I might have two or three links that I found to that guy. And, of course, if you're listening to this, chances are you are from Wisconsin. If not, go look up Ryan Ramchick's story, the University of Wisconsin left tackle. An unbelievable story of a kid who, after high school, Signed up to play at Division II Winona State. Um, Then he got cold feet, or not cold feet, setting burnout on the sport. He quit before school even started. Went back home. He wanted to become a welder. So Ryan Ramchick went from wanting to be a welder to a potential top 10, top 15 draft pick. A really good story there. There's a lot more stories just like that up at PackaReport.com. All right, I'm with the show and it will be short because I do have to get this project done. I got the kids getting up. I got an oil change. Um since I started all this stuff on Connor Barwin, I forgot I should go back and get more in depth on Connor Barwin. And on this very podcast um I think 8 days ago I mentioned the possibility that the Packers would go after Connor Barwin. Um a few days after that, nj.com—that be N for New, J for Jersey—nj.com reported that uh, Connor Barwin is on the trade block, and it, because the Eagles want to get out from underneath the celery, and among three potential suitors are the Packers. Well, I'm assuming they got that from independent information. That in, I'm you know, I do a good podcast. I have a lot of listeners. My guess is nobody from nj.com. Listen to my podcast and say, "Hey, this Bill Huber guy says the Packers are, might go for Connor and We should see if they're going to trade him." So, um, I'd be relatively certain that this is an independent report um, backing up my uh, what I told you guys here a week ago. Um, I do not think I should say when I was told that I was under the belief that the Packers would be in line. Should the Eagles release Barwin? I was not told of the Packers going trade-wise. Um, you know what? I, I mean, I remember telling you guys this. I said I probably shouldn't even say this, but is how I preface this. I hear a lot of stuff this time of year. A lot of stuff is said this time of year, nothing ever happens, of course. But a lot of stuff is said. So I didn't make a big deal out of it. But I'm going to. I should now, since it's gone. It's gone crazy on the internet, and I, I should probably learn that. Sometimes I should just do stuff just for the clicks. But with that said, is Connor Barwin worth it? Um, well, perhaps people are trading this league for absolutely nothing. Um, heck, the Packers couldn't trade Josh Sitton. That's kind of how, kind of the way this league works. Um, gosh, you know the Jaguars traded uh, tight end Julius Thomas today for a, a bag of cashews. So, the asking price or the uh, the price to get him would not be much. Now, with that said, Barwon is thirty. And his production was terrible last year. I, in fact, I talked to someone yesterday, and I, I'm not going to use his name because I um I did not say I was going to be using quoting him on this. So I so I will not use his name. He's someone who's watched the Eagles very closely. And is very involved. In his scouting side of this stuff, um, he said Barwin is out of gas. He said Barwin was terrible, um, and those are among the nicer things he said. He said he's a super good guy. He said it was a shame to see his career go downhill because he's a super nice guy. But he didn't think he had anything left. Now the question here is: Was was Barwin, Did Barwin have a bad year last year because he's poorly suited to the Eagles' four-three defensive scheme? Or did he ever have, have a bad year because he's 30? I got some stats here. The stats here are from stats. Tackles. Now I'm going to have, um, for each of these numbers, I'm, I'm going to have 2013, 14, and 15. I'm gonna, I'll tell you those, and then I'll go into 2016. So from tackles, he went from 58 to 64 to 54 down to 34. Sacks from 5 to 14.5 to 7, down to 5 in 2016. Um, Hurries. Hurries are basically additional rushes on the quarterback. They are not, you don't get a hurry with a sack. So this is, in addition to the sacks, Barron had 7, 11, and 18 hurries, down to 9 in 2016. Stuffs. Stuffs, as I try to tell you guys all the time, stuffs are a tackle at or behind the line of scrimmage on a running play. They're not tackles for, tackles for losses count sacks. This is purely a run game stat. Really no drop-off here. Four, three, two, and then three last year. Passes broken up way down, but that's again he played three four outside linebacker before this. So you would expect these numbers to be down and they are. Ten, five, seven, down to two. But I think the noteworthy numbers here, last year, or 2015, 7 sacks, 18 hurries, by my unbelievably strong math skills, is 25. It's 25 total pressures, if you want to count it that way. Last year, 14. Tackles from 54 to 34. In um, Pro Football Focus, had a tweet uh, several days ago, that Barwin had the third-worst pass-rushing rate among edge rushers. Edge rushers, of course, are 3-4 outside linebackers, 4-3 defensive ends. Barwin was third-worst in the league in pass-rush rate. So again, was he bad because he was miscast as a 4-3 end in the Eagles scheme under uh, Jim Schwartz? Or was he bad because, as my, uh, my source told me, that he's out of gas? Um, and another thing here, um, I don't, you know, I talked, when I was told of the Packers' interest, um, he didn't really know much beyond that other than what I told you. I don't know if Barwin would be kind of, if, if a guy they view right now is, hey, if the Eagles cut him, let's pounce right now. Um, or is he a guy that would be, well... Let's see what happens if we lose Dayton Jones or Nick Perry right off the bat. Barwin is a pretty good plan B. And I, I'm wondering if maybe that's the case. If, if Barwin would be the the replacement guy rather than an addition two kind of guy. As you know, Nick Perry is a free agent. Dayton Jones is a free agent. Julius Peppers is a free agent. Um, Kyler Fackle, the third round pick last year, didn't do much to, to tell you that he's ready to be a 30-snap-a-game kind of guy. So, I wonder if Barwin would be a fallback. Or, you know what, maybe Green Bay's, you know, in Green Bay's mind, they want to keep Perry and they don't care about the other guys. Or, they, you know, maybe they want to keep Perry and Peppers they don't care about Jones or any sort of combination that we're going to lose one of those three and Barwin's our guy to fill in. I don't know. Um, the guy who told me this... Um, all I said is the Packers would be in on this. So, you know, when the Packers trade him, or trade for him, you know, Ted Thompson's track record says, no, hell, the, the, the guy wouldn't trade for a corner last year. So I would say he's probably not going to make a deal here, even if it's a sixth or seventh round pick. Even though, You know, if I was a GM, I would build a one hell of a team based on trades. Because trade, I mean, hell, I, I would have traded a seventh round pick for sitting last year. But, you know, I, I would say they he got cut and the Bears got him for free, but, you know, everyone says there's this thing out there, well, you can't make a trade when, when you get, when someone, when you know that the guy is going to get cut. Well, why? If the guy's going to get cut, you're battling X number of teams for services. If you trade for him, he's your guy. I've never really bought that, that line of thinking. Well, since it's possible you're going to trade him, you can't, You since you can, since it's possible you're going to cut him anyways, why bother trading for him? Well, that's why you trade for him. So you make sure you get your guy. So Personally, I would make the deal. They got the cap space. I think he's I think his cap in Philly was over eight, but some of that siding bonus and the Packers don't have to worry about that. So I think it would be about seven and three quarters million. That's a lot of money. But you know, maybe if you're Green Bay, you can see if you can rework that. You know, Beck, god, I, how did I forget to tell you this? Barrow would like to come to this this is how it was broached to me is you know, the Eagles are are going to move on from Connor Barwin, and Green Bay is one of the teams that he wants to play for. Why in the hell did I say that 10 minutes ago? So, I should I should read my notes. I have notes here. See? I have notes. I should read the damn things. But, so, like I said, I was told that he would like to play here. Certainly, they could probably use an upgrade there, especially if you lose you know, a guy like Dayton or whatever, so... I think the move makes sense. I wouldn't give a whole bunch for it. I would definitely see if he's open to redoing his contract some. But I would would take a shot at a guy and see if he's got another year or two left in him. He is 30. He'll be 31 in October. But what the hell. The defense needs help. And a guy who's played outside linebacker before, I would certainly consider taking a swing at the bat at bringing him in. And that will do it. For today's episode of Lockdown Packers, thank you as always for listening. Have a great day. I'm going to be working on Friday. So have a great day and have a great weekend. Enjoy winter, everybody. It's coming back to Wisconsin with a vengeance. I had uh, the WBAY Green Bay TV station weather channel on last night. One of their weather models has over nine inches of snow coming our way. (laughs) So, Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the snow. And I will talk to you on Monday. the list.